I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Rings from XDP. Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. I'm Corey Willis with PPI. I'm Drew with DJ Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. Diesel Power Podcast. And you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. The one and only Diesel Power Podcast. What is up, Diesel Nation? Bringing you guys another episode this week. Got a really cool topic on hand that we haven't talked about before. I think you guys don't like it. Know a lot of uh, a lot of you diesel guys and gals out there use your trucks like this. But before we get to it, got to thank PPI. They make this episode possible. They, they support us, support the podcast. They've got a ton of cool new things coming out um, with EasyLink, um, new platforms, new tuning options, whether it's Cummins, Duramax, PowerStroke, uh, ton of cool stuff. So we're gonna go into that a little bit, you know, on the podcast and. And kind of talk about how to how to make these trucks more reliable, run better, um, in a different way than we have before. So we got the crew from PSB Diesel joining us today. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Glad to have you back on. We're gonna go for for round three. What have you guys been up to? We've been pretty good, man. Pretty busy. Uh, we've got a couple new things that we've been working on. Uh, one of the biggest things that we've done is we've relocated the shop, and we're now operating out of a. 17,000 square foot facility. So, nice. Yeah, we've never had the luxury of, of operating under, under one umbrella. We've always kind of had scattered shops throughout the community, and um, we ended up moving into to a pretty big operation, and it's been really nice. Um, I've been out in the shop working. Richard, my partner, the same, and our staff is, is super happy. Workflow's going real nice, and we're keeping up, so I'm digging it, man. It's good. The, the product line is doing really great too. We, uh, you know, we've been taking care of the Power Stroke guys, but you know, here coming up, probably I'd say honestly within a month or two, we're gonna start. We're gonna have some really cool uh, uh, Dodge and Duramax stuff coming out, so everybody can keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, just because we've been so lucky to be busy, you know, we've got great customers here in Houston. Um, we were able to pick up uh, another guy, Kevin who is, uh, has been a great asset to the company. Kevin, uh, he comes, I mean, he's really one known in the, in the Power Stroke community, 6-7 platform, and we were fortunate enough to, to pick him up, and he's, he's here with us today, so I'll, I'll introduce him. His name's Kevin Pryor. Kevin? Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, yeah, awesome to have you. Sounds like you guys have been really busy this summer. I'm sure moving always sucks. Like, even just moving, like, from a house to another house or whatever. But. Probably the worst possible thing that you could ever do. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you, you, you dig up. Like, you look at the shop that you've been in for six years, and you're like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then three weeks later, you're staring at a pile of stuff that disappeared, like, three years ago into the corners of hell <laughs> and is now coming back to haunt you, you know? Well, not only that, you accumulate. We've been, we were at the building... Um, probably with six years or so, and you accumulate so much usable junk. You know, at, at, at the time of the move, it's just like junk, scrap, junk, scrap, junk, scrap. And then once you've 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 basically made the move, and you're working on vehicles, and whether it's you know a part has the vehicle has something you can you you can't use, you go to your scrap pile or your spare use pile, parts, and you're like, wait a minute, I have this. Nope, we scrapped it. So it's kind of <laughs> like starting all over again. But no, it's. It's been real good. I mean, we, we're working with about 13 lifts, the dyno, alignment racks, uh, plenty of storage, and, and we got an awesome crew. So we look forward to helping the community and, and show our support. And 
whether it's in fundraisers, honestly, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever comes to us, we'll jump on it. Heck yeah, that's awesome. I've been seeing you guys all over social media, new product releases, and and tons of things. So it's it's great to see you guys doing awesome. We were we were kind of fortunate to to be given the opportunity to work hand in hand with with Moroso, and um, those guys have been awesome. You know, everything we've we've kind of I guess introduced the diesel community into into their niche, um, and we've been working you know day in day out in you know R and D and and featuring new products, whether it's Cummins, you know, Duramax, and, and continuing the growth of the six-liter platform that we're just so passionate about. So, um, so we, that's kind of what we're doing right now, aside from everything else. <laughs> yeah, the last time we had chatted, you guys had mentioned something to me, and it, it's, it's fascinated me since our last podcast. And you were talking to me about overlanding and <clears throat> what that is, um, a little bit. We didn't go too far in depth, but I wanted to ask you guys, what is overlanding, and why are you guys so into it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a category for Stephen right there. Yeah, this is something I've you know, overlanding is kind of one of those buzzwords. It just helps to describe something that people are you know passionate about, and yeah. and it's something that people have been doing since hell, since cars. You know, people could roll down the road in a car, man. So. You know, overlanding specifically de- describes, like, vehicle-based travel. So we already love the diesel platform. I love vehicles, modifying them. Um, but for me it was, you know, I, I love being out on the, the track and seeing trucks put down some serious power, but just as much I love being out, you know, getting to places that I haven't been before and, and using my truck as a tool to, you know, to get to that fishing spot or get to that camping spot or that hunting spot. And so... Um, it's something that I've been really interested in and, and talking, you know, since Art and I became friends and talking with him and him seeing what I do with my truck, you know, he got, he caught the bug and, and it's, and we've been developing the, the diesel side of it, uh, here in Houston and we've been really pushing hard to start catering to full size, full size trucks, specifically diesels. You know, it's, it's, it's a market that spans everything. So you've got everything from like how you could find a Subaru Outback that's outfitted for, you know, traveling, or you could find like my truck, which is a 06 F350 crew cab long bed, and we affectionately refer to it as the bus. <laughs> the thing is huge, but, um, you know, it does everything that I want it to do, and the way that we've outfitted it has really um, brought kind of my journeys out into into the wilderness or onto the beach or anywhere I want to go to, to the next level. What's so cool about overlanding, what got my wheels spinning was, you know, here in Colorado, there's some remote locations you can take a vehicle. And we have a lot of customers here. Um, they use their trucks for hunting, fishing, off-roading, camping, that kind of stuff. And we do hear things like, you know, my EGTs are climbing up. The air's thinner. You're doing, you know, low speed, got a trailer behind you. Um, EGTs might creep up or, you know, fuel economy's not, you know, as good as it was before. I just need a little bit more power. And that's where a company like PPEI really comes in and is able to fill that need uh, for people. They've got some really cool compound kits. You've got a Duramax. They've got some really cool, just, they they fit really nice. Um, Ton of color options. Uh, Got a lot of good reviews, a lot of good feedback. 
um, you know, from people that are, are towing and, and doing things with their truck, they need to drop those EGTs, but they want to keep the stock turbo in its stock location and have the benefits of it. Well, then you start to combine it with custom tuning, and then you're able to bring that compound kit to life, or even if it's an aftermarket single turbo, um, able to tune the transmission if it's, you know, an LML. There's just so many options out there, and we've seen that, you know, here in these extreme conditions where people take their trucks out what that custom tuning, what those compound kits can do from PPI, and and uh, they're there's something that it's almost a must. You know, if you're gonna use your truck off road, but for you guys, I'm sure you're able to test like all the products that you guys make. You're able to test them when you're taking these trucks out there and just putting them through hell. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a proving ground for everything from engine parts to suspension parts to hell even body parts. You know, I'll tell you that. We've got, you know, and there's guys that are really pushing the boundaries of what these trucks can do, which is really awesome because the market was centered around, especially like off-roading. Everyone was like, oh, Jeep, 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 Land Cruiser, mm-hmm. Toyota Tacoma, you know, all these these uh, these flagship vehicles, I guess you could say. Um, and and for us, we we're so passionate about diesels that um, and. You know, and we're not the first persons to do it. You know, obviously there's guys that have been innovating for for forever, but you know, taking that platform, something that we're already passionate about, and making it work for the purposes that we want to do, um, yeah, it's been awesome. You know, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. You know, I'll tell you, we just at the beginning of the year we we took a trip um, that we called you know it was the diesel incursion at Big Bend, and we hooked up with a local overlanding club and we found a bunch of these owners that were really like-minded and we got together about eight to ten trucks and we all met out took the long haul out to big bend in west texas and and we ran the trails out there and camped and and pushed the trucks and it was great you know it was just a, a chance for for guys to get together and push their trucks to see what they can do and and it was funny when you're on the trail you're you, you know you're crawling down these trails and a convoy of jeeps will come by you and they'll roll down their windows and lean out and be like oh you know the trail down there is pretty tough you know there's it's pretty <laughs> washed out i'm not sure you guys might want to turn around and we kind of just smile and say hey thanks for the thanks for the info man and we buzz right through it you know and we got to the point where every time a jeep convoy came up to us before they could say anything i rolled down my window and said hey guys it's pretty tough back there <laughs> you know you, you guys might not make it through <laughs> i give them a dose just, of real medicine we gave them our cb our cb frequency and say hey if you need somebody to pull you out just let me know <laughs> um yeah i mean it's a great opportunity to test the limits of of what the these trucks can do at that big bend trip you know i've got carly is really carly suspension systems are really pushing what these trucks can do it's really phenomenal um, and I've got a Carly system on my truck, and we had a couple other guys in the group that had Carly systems, and so we were like, hey, let's see what these things can do, and we, we, we got out into a valley, and we cut loose, and we were blasting 55, 60 miles an hour down this, this, these washed-out trails, and the trucks were doing amazing. Um, and I, but by the time I got back, Art was like, man, what is that horrible screeching sound? <laughs> and, and it was, I had gone, I had blasted so hard down those trails that my bed, my bed bolts actually backed out. My whole bed was moving. Nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a great proving ground to figure out what works. Um, um, and also on the performance side, let's say the motor side, 
you know, if you're if you're blasting down a trail in in, in four high, um, that transmission is going to start getting pretty hot, uh, especially if you hit some sand. And so, redesigning how the transmission's cooled, um, you know, working with the cooling system on the truck, you know, using auxiliary fan setups. Um, you know, auxiliary oil coolers, the whole idea of keeping these trucks running right um, and simplifying it too, you know, one of the key the key things about overlanding is self-sustainability. I was going to say, you don't want to be caught on the trail with anything that you can't fix on the fly. So, you yeah. know, it's simplifying the, you know, what can, I, what, can I, what can I put on this truck that I can service on the trail and not only developing the build list and the parts that you need to do that, but also the skills that you need to do that. You know, that's one thing I've been really impressed getting involved in the, the off-roading community. I mean, I've seen, I've seen talked to, to guys and seen videos of guys doing, like, trail-side U-joint repairs and just sitting there with my mouth open, like, holy hell, this is incredible. Um, <laughs> MacGyver-type stuff. Right. You know, guys that have welding rigs that, that in the back of their truck that they, you know, they'll put together a crazy, like, linking six batteries together and, and tack weld a, a tie rod together or something like that. So, um, yeah, again, it's just, it's a great, it's a great uh, forum to test out uh, what parts are, what parts can really do under different conditions and say on the racetrack or on a dyno. What did it for me is... Um I mean, honestly, trusting your vehicle, trusting your rig is one thing. Yeah. It's one thing to own a six-liter power stroke, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to take it out on the track and, you know, and play with it. Obviously, we know that, you know, these platforms are, are surprising people. You know, a lot of guys are out there are, are testing the limits. You know, Charlie Keeter, Charlie Keeter did it again this past year or this year. And but you take one of these rigs out there. Uh, and you're in the middle of nowhere. I say you don't have any kind of parts houses readily available. You know, you, you're pretty much out there to your own uh, advantage or disadvantage. That's what's cool about it to me. You trust your truck. You trust your mechanic. And you know, the idea is that you bring you bring tools and you make camp wherever it is, wherever wherever the the, um, the sun sets. Just camp out and, and enjoy a good beer and, and just kind of relax. And I wasn't introduced to this lifestyle, you know, before meeting Stephen. Uh, we, we we didn't have that opportunity growing up. You know, I'm, I'm Hispanic, and basically in my end, it was just work, work, work. So when we started, uh, when Stephen started talking to me about fishing and, you know, going camping and doing this, I'm like, well, yeah, but I have, like, no idea. I'm, I, I, <laughs> where, where do I start, you know? Yeah. And he's been a big, big part of, you know, what we do now. So it's been fun. I, I did grow up, you know, camping and going outdoors, but it was never... Never like what you guys just described. It was always, you know, you drive up to a parking lot two hours away and you might walk a half mile and, you know, go fish or, you know, stuff like that. But I think it's so cool to combine diesel trucks, power strokes, any any brand, and be able to make it simple like you guys were saying. And so you are you can sustain yourself when you're out there and push it and just see how far can it go, how far can you take it, like. You know, talk trash to the Jeep dudes. <laughs> the thing that got me on it was when I found out Steven had a refrigerator in his truck. He's like, <laughs> I literally have everything, like a mobile house on wheels. I can do whatever I want. I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. And it's funny you say that, Patrick. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a weekend warrior, man. You know, I love, I love being in the shop and, and, and working with customers during the week. And then, you know, if I can sneak away to do either a weekend trip or house down on the road for a week or 
you know, when I was a when I was a, a young man, I'd stay out for even longer than that. And so, um, but there's there's people out there, you know, that these these people live on the road. This is their lifestyle. Uh, there's a there's a a truck like a badass seven three um, with a camper on the back and just decked out and it's the turtle expedition and this couple has been traveling around the world for essentially forty years um, and they do you know they participate in scientific studies they uh, humanitarian efforts I mean it's just a phenomenal lifestyle that these people are living in and they share their story with people. You know, their truck was actually at SEMA the last two years, maybe even before that. Um, it's a phenomenal rig, man, and, and it's been featured in a couple of the diesel mags, getting some modifications done to it. So we're, you know, we're just, we're just part of, you know, part of this, commu- this big, big community that's just passionate about traveling and using your, ve- your vehicle. You know, it's combining two loves, you know, getting out there and doing these incredible things and, being able to take your truck along with you. Didn't you uh, didn't you run into somebody, Stephen, uh, at the expo where they were down in South America? Uh, they had been traveling for about six years, or they had a set of twins or six-year-olds. What was the story? Or am I not? No, there was. I mean, I met I met something that I had an opportunity to go to this year, which was awesome. Was the Overland Expo, and it's. It's essentially think of it like the SEMA of overlanding. It's there's two different. There's a West show and an East show, and the the West show is the older of the two and a, a little more developed. But the East show apparently is just as good. And they moved to a new venue this year, and I had an opportunity to go up uh, with a good friend of mine, Chris, uh, who is a, a writer for the Overland Journal, um, and again a publication that. You know, it's it's this subculture that is really starting to gain momentum because it captures people's imagination. Uh, but this expo is—it's just a phenomenal event. I mean, it really is like SEMA, but every in the woods. It's like SEMA in the woods. So it's a it's a campground, and you have all these crazy rigs, everything from these giant earth roamers, uh, a company that builds you know the 550 chassis with these big campers on them that can do pretty much anything you want to like. A Unimog that uses Mercedes, you know, diesel motors, Sprinter vans, you know, or the even there was Ford Transit vans. That's awesome. So, you know, <laughs> the the diesel platform is just is starting to really gain momentum, and I think personally, you know, I think it's because of two different reasons. One, you know, everybody loves gear, and so just like. You know, we drool over turbos and injectors, and we want to put as much performance onto these trucks as we can. It's the same thing. You know, when you get on your your overland truck, you want to have all the G-Wiz gadgets, but when you're staring at, you know, a, a gross vehicle weight rating of a Tacoma, it's like, man, I can, I might be able to take this, but I can't take, you know, my three kids with me, and I'm going to have to lose about 60 pounds. <laughs> so, it, you know, with the with diesel trucks, you know, they have such a high payload capacity, um, and gross vehicle weight rating that they can safely carry all the things that you'd need to hell hit the road for a week or maybe two years. Um, and then the other the other thing I like to tell people is all the guys that were Jeep guys. It's funny talking with them that people are starting to gravitate towards the diesel platform for because all these guys that were wheeling in their Jeeps and and in their two doors. 10 years ago now have three kids and a wife and you can't jam 
you know, you, you can jam all your kids maybe in your Jeep and maybe a spare tire, but nothing else. You could probably bring a bottle of water for everybody. But um, with the diesel platform, you know, you can comfortably fit your family and, and you can bring all the gear that you need. So um, it's, it, it, was, it was really fun walking around the expo and seeing all of the different diesel platforms uh, that are being used. You know, the, the Cummings platform is very popular. The reliability of that motor is fantastic. And also, guys on the Cummings platform, if you're an international traveler, it, they're, they're very easy to find parts for all over the world. And that's something that you have to consider when you're, when you're looking at a, a, an overlanding platform. Because if you're taking your truck down into South America or you're having it shipped overseas, uh, you have to think, hey, how easily can I get a part if it fails? Um, yeah. Seeing guys, you know, in there was the new Nissan Titan platform, guys were doing some builds on that, you know, the 25, 3500. Um, so it was a great show. There's going to be one in, on, in the east at the end of September. If, if you have an opportunity to go out there, you know, it, it goes for about three days over the weekend. It's on a beautiful property out there, and it's just an opportunity to go out and see these just really cool rigs that people have done. It's definitely something that is showing movement. I mean, I was, like I said earlier, I was, I'm blinded, and I'm by far yet to go out and adventure uh, on more trails, but we started a social media on Instagram and, and on Facebook, like Pisa Overlanders and, and PST Overlanding. So we kind of just let it, it was a private uh, secret group at the time, and then you start noticing people kind of chiming in throughout like our Houston area. Uh, and then it's funny because the more and more you get involved with it, you start seeing these rigs, these diesel rigs going down down the highway, and customers come in, and they're like, whoa, whose truck is this? And, you know, this is like my dream, and this is what I want to do. I mean, it's, it's really cool to just go out there and set up camp, pop the tent. You've got water containment systems, your fire pit. I mean, you take the whole family, like Stephen was saying, you're just 100% comfortable just living out, um, out in the open, you know? It's a whole other side to the, to the diesel community or, or the industry, I guess, is, you know, we get really focused on racing and sled pulling. But I, I would venture to say there's more diesel owners out there who don't build race vehicles and who take their trucks on trips and family trips and haul stuff and do those sorts of things. And it's easier to do. You know, I think I'm sure the investment is there, you know, with suspension and, and, and tires and wheels, just everything that you need to make it, you know, a, a reliable setup. But it's more affordable, I think. Well, yeah, it absolutely. It's definitely a more approachable, but it also... It's kind of, it's like we talked about, I mean, this is essentially, overlanding is just a buzz term that's been given to what people have been doing for, since we started driving vehicles around across the country. So, you know, it's, it, we've been going car camping and traveling in our, tr in our vehicles for as long as we can remember. And so uh, it's something that when people hear about it, they're like, oh, cool, you know, it's, it's a culture that I'm, that I can get involved in and people that are like-minded and it's something that is is very approachable I mean to be to be honest you know your truck full-size trucks stock trim are capable of a lot more than people think they are you know you'll see if you go on the forums or you talk to guys that have been wheeling these full-size trucks for a while you know they'll they'll go out and run with deep, with Jeep clubs and have no issues and 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 these trucks are just really capable um, you know all of the all of the G-Wiz parts and stuff, they're great. I mean, it's, it, it really adds to the experience and to your comfort level. Um, but, hell, you can just jump in your truck with a tent in the back and 
and drive wherever you want to go and set up camp. I mean, it's as, it's as simple as that. It can be as simple as you want it to be, and it can, act, it can be as complicated as you want it to be. I can tell you for you guys out there who are thinking about it and trying to talk the wife into doing it, she's probably going to deny the idea. My wife did. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, it was just... Uh, who wants to go out and get dirty, right, and not take a shower for two, three days? But See, that's the thing, though. It's the the community. I mean, well, somebody would have a shower. You don't. It don't have to be like that, though. There's there's so much gear. Exactly. I mean, so many reviews out there. I mean, it's got to the point where my wife's like, "When's the next trip?" My kids love it, you know. And you know, we we carry gear to make it family friendly, and, and she's comfortable to the point where she's asking to go on the next trip, which is the beauty of it. That's definitely true. Yeah, no, it's a, from what, you know, the the camping and kind of outdoor stuff I do, like, it's not like it was when I was a kid. There is tons of stuff and technology and things. I mean, it's almost like your home, if you want it to be. Or you can let it all go. Do they call that glamping? (laughs) That's really cool. This is, it's got me fascinated. And I know there's a lot of, uh, a lot of diesel people out there that are just like, you know, I, I love racing and all that stuff, but this is how I use my truck and, and yeah, I was glad, you know, got a chance to chat with you guys about it and learn a little bit more. And I'm definitely, I want to check out that expo. I'm going to look into it more. And uh, You should, man. It's a, it's a great opportunity to kind of get an insight into the community and, and what, what's going on. There's tons of vendors there, lots of different trucks. You know, they, they actually, what's really cool about it, too, is they do classes. So you can sign up for, a, 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 you know, a certain uh, level where you go in and they give you, like, recovery classes like recover vehicle recovery classes off-road driving classes and you know hell at the west when they had land rover and you could drive land rovers on an off-road course so it, you know it's just it's a really cool show i'll put that on my list definitely and it's it's like i said it's really cool see seeing what you guys are doing out there with uh with six liter parts and other power stroke parts and getting into other platforms and and i uh i haven't forgotten about making a trip down there i want to try Try some of those tacos I've heard about. Hey, hey, man. Man. <laughs> tacos. Hey. We've got we've got a beer fridge in the office now, man, and we're stocking we're stocking Texas beers. And actually, this is a good opportunity. We Art put the call out that we are having a beer tasting contest. That's gonna get ugly, man. So yeah. you send us if you send us your favorite beer, yeah, and we love it more than any other beer that we've ever tried. We're gonna send you a free PSP something in our product line you, you know you get to choose what it is that's awesome i don't know if i'd leave your guys' office though i'd just chill there <laughs> right we got people that just come <laughs> hang around for days at a time but it's something you know to, to circle back you know the art was mentioning that you know we, we're actually starting a, a diesel overlanding shop here here in houston we've got the space now to do it and we're launching the diesel overland outfitters brand and we're going to be designing parts specifically geared towards diesel trucks that are used for overlanding we've um, awesome. we've got we've got a lot of the vendors in place and steve has been hashing away uh at a website um but our priority has been you know trying to get the foundation of psp which is which is a new facility and it seems like it's, it's a never-ending never-ending task but it's coming to an end and we're going to focus on on you know bringing some of the ideas to life and some of the issues that we run into the trails you know, try to correct them, and honestly, it's getting down to the point where uh, we see a lot of diesel trucks out there, but, you know, giving seminars, you know, what can you do in extreme cases, you know, your truck don't start, you know, what should you do, you know, you don't have starter signal, what can you do, you know, you get a flat, you know, 
what can you do, whether it's a male or female. That's really awesome. Yeah, I think that's where, where it's heading towards as well. Is just uh, there's so much information now, you know, with these trucks and so many things you guys probably see in the shop on a daily basis. Where, um, you know, it, it, it can, especially in that overlanding sense, that can that can really help people. So, so yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad glad you guys uh, were able to chat with me, drop some knowledge on me about it, and uh, had to remind you I haven't forgot about the tacos. So. Hey, you can never forget about the tacos, dog. Make a trip no, make man. down here. I can guarantee you, you won't get enough. Hey, we're gonna do another <laughs> diesel. We're gonna do another diesel trip out to Big Bend State Park in the fall, man. You should be on it. Oh yeah, heck yeah, yeah. Let me know about that. I've been to West Texas. That'd be that'd be cool. And then we've got dinos and tacos in March. Hey, that's always. Oh good. yeah, I remember that from earlier this year. Heck yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks again, guys, for joining us and. And, uh, Not a problem. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having it's us. Always, it's Thanks. always a good time talking to you, man. Thanks for having us, for sure, man. Don't forget, guys, you got to check out Custom Tuning, Easy Link, EFI Live, Compound Kits, tons of things from PPI. They're an awesome company. They've had a ton of great reviews, uh, feedback. Personally ran their tuning you know, on, on, on our trucks. Uh, just go to streeteastpower.com or call 888-556-0743. Whether you've got a 2001 Duramax or you've got a 2016, 17 Ford, I mean, there's everything out there for them, everything in between, and nothing's too big or too small. If you just want a little bit more power, or you need a lot of power because you've got triples on it and some 300% over injectors and two 10 millimeter stroker CP3s, doesn't matter. The tuning's there. All right, guys. Till next time. Keep the shiny side up.